In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome to Diet Star Tomorrow. I'm your host, Aileen, and I am very, very excited about today's guest. You might recognize her from the Instagram video series with Victoria Garrick that we literally just talked about with Victoria Garrick that I'm obsessed with. She's a small town Cali native, a 2021 Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, curve model, and self-proclaimed CEO of Confidence. Welcome to DST, Ella Halikas. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk. Yay. <laughs> Ever since I discovered your videos, I'm a huge fan of yours. Oh I just like that. have watched almost so many of your videos and you're great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a little extra, but you know, goes with the brand. It's, it's inspiring. I love your extraness. It's not that extra. It's just like regular extra. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. I mean, whatever. But um, yeah, I'd love to hear your story, how you became a Sports Illustrated model. But first, okay, so you're from California. Yes, from right? the Bay Area. From the Bay Area. Very cool. And did you always want to be a model? Like, was this always the dream or it just kind of happened? Yeah, I I always wanted to when I was a kid. I just didn't think it was possible. Like the older I got and the curvier I got. Um, so I just kind of was like, all right, well, that's not going to happen. And then when I went to college, I went to the University of Hawaii. And like long story short, I just started posting a lot of photos like on the that's beach. So fun. <laughs> so fun. I know. Uh, and I just started posting photos on the beach and people really like were gravitated towards it and like the confidence and people were like, you should do this. Why aren't you modeling? You should do this. And then Long story short, I got um, scouted via Instagram from an agent in San Francisco. So I moved back home and that's kind of how it all unfolded, to be honest. So. Wow. Yeah. So I read an article saying that you didn't start at the University of Hawaii. You just like sort of decided to go there. You like transferred. Is that right? Yeah. That's such a bold move. I know. I was going to the Washington, like Washington State. I was a Cougar right. one year. So much fun. But I just was like, okay, I can't do four years of this. And so all of right. like, me and like two of my best friends at the time were like, all right, where are we going? Let's send it to Hawaii. Like never went to the school and never like never even went to Hawaii. We just went. Yeah. So much fun though. I want to go to Hawaii. That's my next trip one day in my future. Yeah, that's (laughs) so great. So, okay. So, but you were like, okay, everyone was saying that you should be a model, but did you see that? Did you have that confidence from the get-go or is this something that you learned? Like you said, you got curvier, like did it unfold together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was mainly like I would say in high school, like I played sports my whole life, played soccer Uh for 15 years, always super athletic. And then 
I would say like womanhood years when all that became, I just like got curvier and like my whole body changed. And then like the end of high school, I noticed I started to gain more weight and just like not care as much and be so restrictive on eating a little bit. And just like a lot goes into that. But I think once I went to college too, I also had gained the 20 pounds and like my body has definitely changed over the years. But so was my confidence. Like I was actually like way more insecure in high school when I was smaller and like middle school. And I was like Mm -hmm. literally so, so tiny and I was so insecure. Um, And then when I went to college, still pretty insecure, went to Hawaii and I kind of was just like tired of being tired. And I was tired of like not feeling good. I was tired of, you know, just like not feeling enough and like living up to like my life and my potential. So I just kind of like, I think over the years of practicing it is when I started to discover that like self-worth and confidence, but no, I wasn't always confident at all. Talk to me more about how you said that you were like not, when you said you were smaller in high school, you were actually not happy in your body. Can you, like, what was that like? Like, did you have body image issues? What, what, what was going on? Yeah, I just had definitely body image issues, like always comparing myself to my friends. Like my friends were always a lot smaller than me. So that was really hard. I was smaller and athletic, but I was never like skinny. And that was just never my frame or my body type or genetics. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I always like thought like that's like, what was beautiful um, and like what we're told is beautiful. So I think I was just like always wanting to be skinny and my body was just never going to be that no matter how small I got, it was never going to be like that. And also just like, like I said, like comparing myself to my friends was really hard, but yeah, I think I also had a bad relationship with food. I mean, it goes deeper into family stuff. Like I just never, like I always felt like I could be better um, in terms of Mm -hmm. weight. And so that was always really hard. And then I just kind of got out of my head. Like it's all in your head, a lot of it too. And I just kind of like got out of my head and just like realized like there's so much more to life than like what size jeans I wear. Like it's okay. Like, you know, that's, yeah, that's quite a revelation to have at like a really young age. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the time too. Like what year was it when you had that like sort of moment? of clarity, like that you don't need to be smaller to like achieve your goals or like accept your body. Probably like sophomore year of college. So probably like 2017, I graduated 2019. So Mm -hmm. probably 2017, 2018. So there was like a little bit more of that content to like sort of make you feel a little bit okay about that, right? On like social media. Yeah. When I... When I was a sophomore, I mean, like, I'm older than you. I'm 33 now. Like, so that kind of revelation could not have happened then. <laughs> you know, like, I graduated college in, like, 2011. Right. And you can't make that conclusion then. I was very insecure in my body then. And then, like, I couldn't possibly have made come to that conclusion. So, like, right. that's amazing to hear you say that. And very inspiring, I think. Yeah. Um, what made you lean into that? moment and then say like, oh, not only can I accept, I'm going to be a model. (laughs) Like Uh, that's such an amazing, you know, like step-by-step process. Yeah. And then look at you, you have become one. So that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think honestly, it was just like taking that risk and that leap and like betting on myself kind of thing. Like I just was like posting Mm -hmm. like all this content and like people were loving it and like engaging in it. And then a lot of my friends were really pushing me to get into modeling because they were like, when the camera goes, you know what to do with your face. Like, how do you know how to do that? Like, whatever. And I was like, I don't know. Like for me, I just like, I always loved doing it since I was a kid. My sister would dress me up and take photos of me in the backyard. And they were like beautiful little (laughs) kid photos. And I was like, okay, I should have been a baby model. What the heck mom? Like, thanks. You know, dropping the ball. But like, 
And then, like I said, I got older and then curvy and I just didn't think it was possible. But then I think like the revelation also happened like with Ashley Graham and like all these plus size models and like the whole industry having like a boom. Mm -hmm. And I have like Iskra Lawrence and all these girls to look up to. And I was just like, oh, wow, like I can do this. And so it was a mix of like the outside people tell like outside people, friends and family being like, you should do this. And then also just seeing like what was happening within society and the modeling industry and how it was changing and evolving. And I was like, oh wait, this is really cool. Like maybe I should try. And then that's when like I got scouted through Instagram because I was just very consistent with posting. And I think Instagram's a really cool and like great tool and way to get scouted. If you are interested mm -hmm. in becoming a model, if anyone's listening, um, Instagram, you know, like yeah. just, just Instagram, man. Instagram, man. What was your first like campaign? Like what was the first thing you did? Oh, well, the first shoot I ever did was for a swim brand in Hawaii, Hanakini Swim like a cute little boutique swim like smaller business but my friend mel owns it and so she had me model and it was a great photographer and i met like the other models there and it was so cool um so i won't forget that one for sure that was in hawaii and then the bigger one i did the bigger campaign was when i moved to la and i did a uh, jc penny commercial that was a really big oh, one wow. um, it was like a back to school commercial what was it like to do like your first one like as like this big, you know, you're like determined this is going to be my career and like actually like being there. And it's also like mm -hmm. swim. Too, yeah. Where you're wearing the least amount of clothing. Literally. That's such an interesting question. I don't think I've ever been asked that before. I think honestly, I went in like knowing that I deserve to be there. Like, and I know that's so hard to do because it's your first time. Don't get me wrong. I was so nervous before, like, you know, like freaking out, but like, I think when you're like going into something like that, like confidence really is everything. And like, I just went out there and I was like, all right, how hard can this be? Like, I know how to do it for Instagram. <laughs> Why can't I do it for this brand right now? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just kind of had that attitude of like, no, you deserve to be here. Like, and I kept reminding myself that. And like, I think also just like, you know, feeling it out, be very observant. Like when the other models are on set, like watch what they're doing, like kind of like take everything in and like learn as you go. And that's just like the best advice I can give. That's great. It's because it's work. It's like you're you're, you're learning totally. to do a good job. Um, that's that's great. I mean the the whole thing you deserve to be there is also pretty wise because, like, that's like the antidote or like the antithesis of imposter syndrome. Right. Like when you right. feel like you you know you're why am I here? Like what did I like you know? And you're right. just like I deserve to be here. And do you ever feel though? Like do you ever have those moments where it's like where the imposter syndrome does kick in. And like, I'm sure it has to do with also like the curve versus the, you know, like the size triple zero models you see everywhere. Like, right. do you ever feel it come back? Yeah. At times like sports illustrated was like, so what the heck? Like that was like, Oh, I'm here and I'm shooting with Utsai and like, I'm here with MJ and the whole team. Like this is a dream. Like, those type of moments feel so like, okay, whoa, is this real life? Like, I don't know if I got mm -hmm. imposter syndrome with that though. I would say maybe like when you're at like cool events or you're like meeting celebrities or you're on a red carpet and yeah. you're like, okay, am I supposed to be here right now? Or like, right. you know what I mean? Like those type of like moments sink in. But in terms of like campaigns and modeling, I'm like, yeah, I do deserve this. And like, I've worked really hard for it. Yeah. Like, had I been given to it or passed down from like a model mom or like a famous dad, like maybe I would think differently. But because I worked so hard to get to that point and like grinded for like three and a half yeah. years for SI, like it was an imposter syndrome. It was really hard work. So like, in those regards, I'm like, okay, I worked hard yeah. for this, you know? 
Yeah, and you feel like, you know, you're good at what you do. Mm-hmm. Speaking of being good at what you do, I watched the video of you. The, the one I just like sort of found you both like in this video series that I love was when she was, you were like teaching her how to like, oh my po- God, pose her face. <laughs> yeah. And I was dying because like, I can so relate to like Victoria. Like I look like an idiot when like I'm supposed to post. So I make like this dumb smile. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know how like you're, you like can rest your like you're doing the rest face yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and you just like look great. I'm like, you're mad at, like you're not mad at the camera, but like the camera is like not your best friend. Right. <laughs> but like, I just can't do it. So I was, I was loving that. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You talked about how hard you work to be an SI model. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you tell me the story? Like, I know you, you submitted so many videos and you yeah. didn't get accepted off the first shot. So, like, talk to me how you got there. Yeah. And, like, why you kept going. 
Totally. I tried out first year 2018 living in Hawaii and I wasn't even a model or had done anything. And I was just like, I really want to do this. Like I saw this was like the one brand that was like making waves in the industry, making the change. And I was like, I want to get behind this. So I tried out. It was mm -hmm. like one of like, like horrible videos. Like looking back now, I'm like, oh, so sweet. Like I just didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and like, it was like literally my friend filmed it. The camera was shaky. It was filmed on like an old camera. Like I was wearing a weird glass. Like it's just not good. But Tried out, <laughs> didn't get it, you know, and um, but I was like, that's okay. Like, I'm going to keep going. So then that's when I started doing more modeling jobs, actually, like, you know, got some swim jobs on the island. And like, I just was getting a little bit more used to the industry and how it was working. So I wasn't like, so like, what am I doing? And then after that, I tried out in 2019. And this time I felt like a little bit more elevated. Like I had like, you know, more experience under my belt. I hired a videographer. I made it like this, like really like cool video, like cool music. It just like looked sick, filmed it. And then I was sitting at breakfast with my friend and I got a notification at the time I had like maybe 3000 followers on Instagram. Like didn't, I wasn't an influencer or anything and uh, not saying you can't influence with 3000 people, but you know what I mean? And I all of a sudden like got a notification that SI Swimsuit posted my video on their page and I like freaked out. Wow. I ran out of the restaurant, I started crying and I was like, I think I got it. Like that means I got it, I think. So then they were like, mm -hmm. you know, they post my video and they were like killing it or something. I freak out, come to find out I didn't get it. They didn't choose me. And I was like, what the heck? Like, oh my God, but they saw yeah. me. So then I was like, I'm not taking no for an answer. So I like sent it last minute with the week's notice with like all the money I had saved from working at a restaurant. And I like went to Miami and I waited and lied, tried out to the whole audition, got mine at 5 a.m. It was like pouring rain. There was like thousands of girls wrapped around the building, got to the front, had my interview for like two minutes with like one of the other models. And I didn't get the call after I didn't get it. And I was like, so upset. Ugh. So that was my second year. And then I go home and I'm like freaking out, whatever. And then COVID hits. And then they're like, I don't even think they're going to do this anymore. Like, what the heck? Like, is it, my chances are over. Then they announced they're going to do a virtual one where you just, you know, submit a video online on a platform they have. And I like got another videographer. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to try one more time. I was really close to not trying. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try mm -hmm. one last time. Like, honestly, like, I feel like at this point, I've been a model for a year now. I'm in LA, you know, I'm going to get like a makeup artist, a hair. I'm going to do it all. Book this great videographer. And the video came out amazing. I tweaked my message a little bit of like what like my meaning and message was for SI and why I wanted them to pick me. And it went really well. I like, you know, it was kind of like no one heard anything for a few months. And then I got the call that I got a call back. Then I had the call back and then I had another yeah. call back. And then yeah. that's when she said, you guys are the finalist. And I got it. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. But when you do the audition, like you said, you tweaked your message. What was it before? And like, what did you tweak it to? And like, what made you want to do that? Yeah. I think at first it was more of just like, you know, what the industry was looking for. I was like, you know, just like more inclusivity, like more body inclusivity, like you know, it's good to show this type of body, like, which is still very true. But I yeah. mean, that was already being done. Like that was already used. People already had that message. So, like in a big competition of thousands of thousands of girls, like, how are you going to stand out? That message alone probably wasn't going to stand out as much. So then I had to like really think and like dig deep into like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I want this? Why am I doing what I do? And like more of like my why. And it was more of just like, yeah, I'm a curved model, but like, I've also been told that I need to gain weight for jobs or like, I'm too small on the spectrum or like, oh, you're not a real plus size model. Like you have a flat stomach or like shit, like where you're like, let me just be me. 
So my whole message mm -hmm. was kind of just like, don't put me in a box. Like I like can gain weight and still be a model and lose weight and still be a model because there's more to it than just a body that's a model. And I think for me, that was more of my message of just like loving yourself the way you are right now. And like, not having to fit into someone else's standards or body and like not having to fit just like in a box and just like be your own individual person and also like becoming the best version of yourself where like every person's version or best version looks different than the next person. So like that was kind of my whole message and like my mission statement. So I think I changed it a lot for the last video and I think it did well. Right. It makes sense because you're like, it's more of a personal message. And right. like, also so a great exercise and like, why do you even want to do this? And like to mm -hmm. get like a little bit deeper with yourself too. And it like, cause that drives you even forward. Totally. When did you like start doing the whole like CEO of confidence thing? Was this like during that or like, what does it even mean? Tell me where that came from. I think I was just like, when I was in quarantine and posting a bunch of videos, people were like, oh my God, you're so confident. You're so confident. Like I want your confidence, yada, yada, yada. And everything was confidence. And I was just kind of like, even if it wasn't even a video about it, like I would just do like a dance or I would just like literally exist and people would be like, you're so confident, which, right. which is also like a whole other, like we could break that down too. Like why existing in a larger body? Am I just so confident? Like, yeah, you know, break it down, break it down. You I know, hear, like I, I just hear your thoughts on that. Like people get offended when people say that. Cause then you're also saying like, should I not be confident? But I think I've grown past the point mm -hmm. of like not being like triggered by it and more just being like, no, it's a compliment because even when I was at my smallest, I wasn't confident. So like confidence doesn't have a size. So why am I placing size on it myself? So like, I've had to learn to like go through that as well. You know, I do think that when more, so many people are telling you this and like, you really do feel like you are confident. Like that's like how my brand kind of evolved. And I was like, oh yeah, like I am like the CEO of confidence. Like, let's go. Like, and I kind of just was <laughs> like, I'm just going to like label myself as that. I don't know. Does that mindset really help you during like, let's say the SI shoot that you did? Cause yeah. I watched the video also like preparing for our interview and it was like, you were modeling and then all the other SI models are like cheering you on. Like, what is that whole experience like? Like, what is going through your head in that in that moment? Besides, I deserve to be here. Right. It must be so great, like to like you know have this dream of yours just come to be, and you're in this moment, and you have these people cheering you on, and then at the same time you're like, I'm, I don't even need them to cheer me on. I'm like, here, I did this. Mm -hmm. So I just like want to hear like what it what was that like. Well, it's funny because about the cheering thing, like, okay, so if I could do one job in life, it'd be a hype woman. Like I love to hype people <laughs> up. Like if I could literally make this a job and just like be like paid to hype people up, I like love it so much. I'm sure people will pay you for that. <laughs> right. I'm like after Victoria's bachelorette, people were like, can we literally pay you to come on like my bachelorette to film everything and hype us up? I'm like, yes, absolutely. So I just genuinely love hyping girls up. So like even like at shoots, like usually like, you know, people are in the corner, like the models aren't talking as much like, no, like I'm on set and like, you're going to feel the presence and like, I'm going to make you feel beautiful. Like I literally was hyping up. I wish I had videos of me like hyping people up because the whole joke was that like, I literally thought I was at like a sport, like a sporting game. I was like, yeah, Kristen, <laughs> like Kristen Harper, my friend. I was like, Kristen Harper, like literally chanting for her <laughs> while she was shooting. Yeah. People were like, okay, relax. I was just like, 
overly hyping them up. So that, that shoot that like that video surface of everyone in the background <clears throat> chanting was like the last shoot of the day. It was my last clip where we got the hair wet and it was like the last look. And I think at that point, because I was hyping up everyone, like, I feel like that energy was just there. Like, I'm not sure about the other mm -hmm. shoot days, if they had like a lot of hype on that, like set, but like on our shoot day, it was like all hype. Everyone was feeling beautiful. Like, so then when I went, I feel like everyone was like, yeah, Ella. Cause like I had been doing them to, like doing that to them the whole time. Yeah. Um, so it was just like good energy. Like I hype you up, you hype me up and we all just feel good was kind of the energy of the day, but it was honestly crazy. What was going through my head? Like I kind of blacked out a little bit, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, what was like the craziest, most special point of that shoot for me was my biggest role model was Asha Graham and she's on my vision board, but I have to hang it back up. But she <laughs> like, I'm obsessed with her and she's like my one, like huge role model. And so what was crazy is I had been trying to get her attention. Like I made a TikTok, whatever. She finally found me on TikTok, do edit it and followed me. So now we're friends on TikTok, which is so cool. But on Instagram, when I got SI, like she was telling me on TikTok, like, keep going, keep trying out. Like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. So then I, when I get it, I tell her, she's like, congratulations. And we didn't ever like talk on Instagram really. And I was like staying up the night before until probably 3am the night before in my hotel. And I was watching mm -hmm. videos on YouTube of SI models and how they did it, how they posed, thinking of like really cool, intricate poses. And I was like looking mm -hmm. at Asha Graham's video and I was like emotional. I was like, wow, like this is going to be like me tomorrow. Like this is insane. Mm -hmm. And I like woke up in the morning and I was like, I'm just going to reach out to her. Not with like her having 15 million followers. She'll probably ever see this, but like, I just want to reach out to her on Instagram and let her know how much like she means and like whatever. So I messaged her the day of my shoot and I was like, hi, Ashley, just want to let you know, like I stayed up all night watching your videos on YouTube, like so inspired by you. Um, today's the day, like I'm so excited, like I'm shooting for SI today and I can't wait. Like, thank you for like pushing me, whatever. She literally responded with a voice note while I was on set. And I was oh like, God. literally chills thinking about it. And she was just like, <laughs> hi, Ella. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. Like you so deserve to be there. You've worked so hard for this. Like go out there and kill it. And I'm like, crying on set. Like I literally oh showed God. MJ the I'm editor. Crying. I know. I literally showed MJ the editor and I was like, listen to what Ashley Graham just sent me. And like <laughs> MJ gave me the biggest hug and she's like, this is such a special moment. And I was like, I'll never forget it. And then I went on, like I went on to shoot and I was like a beast. Like I just felt it come right. out of me. It was just like, I'll never that's, forget that. That's amazing. Yeah. Because that is like that. You're like riding on a high, like there is not, you're indestructible in that oh. moment. Like nothing could get in my way nothing could get in your way. I was on such a high. Yeah. <laughs> well, you looked great. The pictures are amazing. Thank you. And congrats. I want to talk more about like confidence and like for people who aren't, you know, as confident or doesn't come as naturally. Do you think it's something that like someone can learn? Like, what do you think confidence actually is? Mm. Honestly, it's something you can definitely learn. Like I said, like I didn't have it. It wasn't like I came out of the womb, like ready to hit the stage. Like I was very insecure. Mm -hmm. So I do think it's something you can learn. And it's almost like a habit that you can like reteach yourself. I think it's, it's thoughts, it's patterns. It's the way you're thinking about yourself. It's what you're telling yourself in the mirror when like no one can hear you. Like it's not even like what you say out loud. It's more of like in your head. And for me, I always do the light switch method is what I call it. And like, I basically think I have a light switch in my head. And whenever I get like a bad thought about myself or I feel gross or I feel fat today or I feel whatever. And like, I feel bloated. I feel gross. 
I literally right. pretend like I have a light switch in my head and I literally turn it off and immediately replace it with a positive thought. And it helped me a lot with my anxiety in high school, just like overall life anxiety. I just struggle with it. And I think it was like one of the best practices I've done is like controlling your thoughts and like, and re like reinstating a positive thought in return. What's like an example of a positive thought that like you would replace with a negative one? So if I'm like thinking today right now, right, for example, and I'm like, oh, I feel so bloated or like I hate the way my stomach feels right now, whatever. I'd immediately like while I'm thinking about it, like train myself to immediately stop and be like, I'm freaking beautiful. Like I am worthy and I'm beautiful. Like I am more than my body, like something quick. Like it doesn't have to be like elaborate. Like it's just like I am beautiful. Like stop. Like and you immediately, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be an elaborate thing. It's just like a quick, like, stop it right now, like, right there where you're thinking, because you can start spiraling with thoughts. And I'm just like, stop it right there. Like, yeah. nope, you're beautiful. Like, oh, really? Because your body gave you this and your body did that. And you're, you know, you're lucky to even have a stomach. You're lucky to even have, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like more gratitude. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, like looking at yourself in the mirror and like giving yourself those affirmations, like, wow, I look good today. Like, hype yourself up in the mirror. Like, it sounds silly, but like, the more you do it, yeah. the more you like, you really start to think you are beautiful and that you are deserving of this. And you so, start to believe it. Yeah. Right. That was going to be my next question because I feel like it's our listeners who are thinking, like, but what if I don't believe it? Like, why would that work if I don't believe it? Mm-hmm. But what I'm hearing or what I've come to know is that it's not about believing it at first. It's really just replacing like, your thought pattern, like right. so that your brain eventually goes on autopilot. Like the habit isn't the negative thought because you've created a habit of negative thoughts and your brain doesn't like your brain doesn't know the difference between positive. Like it can't decipher between good thoughts and bad thoughts. It just it's whatever you just have trained it to do. Right. And so like you, you're saying that if you just kind of replace it eat with regardless of whether you believe it, it'll eventually go into autopilot the totally. same way your brain has been a negative thought autopilot. Totally. Yeah. It's literally like yeah. a fake it till you make it thing. And like a lot of people are like, do you believe in that? Do you believe in that? And I'm like, I honestly do. Because even when I didn't yeah. believe in it, I would still like force myself to believe it. So then, like you said, autopilot, like you literally just start thinking like that every day and it starts like evolving into more of like your characteristics. Like confidence isn't just something that like, oh, it's because of my body. It's because the shorts, like I'm like, you know, confident with like my outfit today. It's more than that. It's like the confidence to raise your hand in class, the confidence to ask a question when you think it's stupid. Like I feel like I embody now, like all aspects of confidence, or at least I'm trying to get there where like. I will raise my hand. Like, I will ask the question that, like, you might think is dumb. Like, you know, I will go up to the guy at a bar if I think, like, that type of stuff. Like, there's more confidence to that than just, like, my physical body. And that's why I like to always say, like, confidence has literally 0.005% of my body or what I look like. Like, my confidence was all internal. Like, 100%. Like, Mm-hmm. Like my body didn't drastically get a six pack and drastically become the society standards. And then now I'm beautiful. It's like I gained 30 to 40 pounds. My body changed. Yeah. I went to a size 14, 16, like my whole body. Cha- and I am the most confident because like it's internal. Like I like mm-hmm. became a nicer person. Like I feel like I'm kinder. Like I like making people feel loved and making others feel beautiful. And I'm more patient. I'm more loving. Like 
internally, like my personality traits changed. Like I was able to like express my full potential of personality too, because my confidence, like my lack of confidence was holding me back for so long. So like so much can change with confidence. That's way more than just my body or what you look like, you know? That's a great message. You said you're, there's still some things you're working on. What would they, what would they be? I, I would just say like always working on it. Like, cause people are like, you know, I never want to say like, I am like the most confident person and I'm never insecure. Cause then it's like, okay, well you're human. Yeah. And then it makes people feel like they can't achieve that. And so I always like to like be relatable in the aspect of like, no, like I do have some bad days too. Like, of course, like we're all human. I'm not going to always walk around super yeah. confident, but yeah, I mean like always working, never like, never sa- like settled or satisfied with where I'm at in my like confidence journey. It's like an ever it's always growing every single day. I struggle with something different. I mean, like we always have to work towards it but it becomes easier every day, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I think a lot of the time when, you know, when you're saying like raising your hand in class or doing something that you're kind of afraid of doing, it's really just like you you anticipate like some form of rejection. And if like you go and do it and like you are vulnerable and you do get rejected, you sort of realize, oh, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I could do this again. Right. Sure. Like, you know, and then you do it like four more times and the one time something like great happens <laughs> and then you like kind of live off of that high and that gives you more confidence totally. to do it again. Like it's sort yeah. of the rejection, like that pedestal Smaller. that you put rejection on just keeps getting lower and lower and lower and it just becomes part of life and it's not, it doesn't like dictate your actions anymore. Right. I mean, I'm saying that as if I've achieved some, something like this, but no, <laughs> you know, like we're no, all working yeah. on it. Like 100%. there's the things that, you know. And you yeah. start building that momentum of confidence of like, oh, well, I did this. Okay, great. And like, even if you fail, like failings, like, I don't know why failings looked at to be a bad thing. Like failings, one of the best things that happened to me. Like when I fail, I learn the most about myself. I grow the most. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so thankful for my failures. Like I, I think people underestimate how important failing is. And I think any successful person like would tell you, like you have to be willing to fail to be successful in anything in life. And like, whether it's confidence success or financial success or like um, relationship success, you have to be willing to fail. Like you have to take the leap. You have to take a risk. Like you're, right. you're supposed to encourage failure. Like, and I don't, and I think people look at it like it's such a bad thing. Right. What does even failing mean? Like what, what does that even mean? Like it's a setback. Like you did something, oh, it didn't work as planned. So you're set back, but that just means like you're still on your way forward. Yeah. And one of, one of the things that helps, I think also is like, or a skill to learn is, um, to like learn like how to find opportunities in those setbacks or failures. Totally. Oh, what is this? What is this flip side of this? Like, what can I now do or think or be because this happened? Right. So, and, and that can, yeah, lead to more confidence. So I know you post a lot of videos in response to like people who say mean shit (laughs) or not mean shit, just like shit that they're trying to be mean. That doesn't necessarily mean that you, you, it hurts you, but how, like, what are some like trolly things that people might say that might have hurt you before or might hurt other people before, but it doesn't hurt you now? And how did you get to that place? Well, it's interesting because I mean, it's all the time. Like I'm lucky enough to say I get probably more positive than negative comments and hate comments. But yeah, I mean, it's you're fat, you're ugly, uh, you're not a real model, plus size model doesn't count. You know, your face is pretty, not your body. 
Um, I mean, all so the time. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I respond to it a lot of the times, not because I'm trying to feed them, which a lot of people would argue, like, stop doing that because you're just feeding them what they want because they do want to rise out of you. But another part of me is looking at it like I know there's girls that watch my stuff that like they wouldn't be able to handle that. And a lot of people wouldn't want to handle mean comments like that. So for me to respond and like a very like, I don't care what you say. I know I'm hot. F you, whatever vibe. Then like people, (laughs) (laughs) then people are kind of like, hell yeah. Like it's more of like, okay. So like if I, you know, get a hate comment or I get bullied at school or I get whatever for being bigger, like I'm going to remember the way Ella responded. Like I think it's always more of like a learning thing. And like trying to teach people that like, you know, you don't have to take that shit. Like, yeah, you can ignore it if you want, or you can respond and be like, oh, by the way, you think I'm ugly? That's great. Are you in the Sports Illustrated magazine? Like, I really don't think you are. So like, you know, and I just think it's like, you can have any response you want. But I think like, yes, it definitely affects me at times. All the time, no. Like I've been able to, like I say, like master that thought as well of like, knowing deep down that that person that is just like showing who they are and not who I am. Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of like what they're saying has barely anything to do with me. Like I almost, I try to take almost nothing personal. It's so much easier said than done, but literally like Mm -hmm. 5% of what people do or say to you, like is not personal to you. It's like what they're going through. So like when people are hating on me, I know that they're like clearly miserable and have like a lot of like, you know, self love to do about something. Totally. Um, or they're they mad, something in their know? own life. Yeah. Yeah. They're mad. They don't have something that confidence. not going their way. If it was like a guy saying something that like, oh, then clearly a woman potentially who looks like you has hurt them exactly. in some way or hurt their ego. Totally. And this is the way in which that they can take it out or they're just like a hateful person. But like, you know, it's it's you're right. It's so much. I'm sure it's so much easier said than done just totally. by knowing these things logically you still like it's still burn it could burn sometimes but. right there's certain comments too like some comments over others that like may hurt or like be a little bit deeper or, like they know what's gonna hurt you and like at that point that's just like evil like literally you're just like an evil yeah. person like you know like why even do that <laughs> uh, but I don't know I think it's also practice to understand that like that's not personal. Yes, it sucks. And like that hurts to read it. But like also giving yourself grace to like, maybe not read it some days. If you're not feeling as like confident or strong one day, don't read the comments. And like, you know, if you don't like them there, a lot of people like to delete them or like block the person. Like everyone deals with hate comments differently, I think. Um, So just, you know, give yourself grace with it. I think the responding thing is, is good. Like if you ignore it, I mean, that's definitely like, whatever is good for you, right? Like you personally, like whatever's good to help you process. So some people, it might help them to ignore it because irrelevant. But if you're saying it helps you process that and also like to help somebody like come up, somebody else who might be dealing with it, who doesn't know how to come up with those thoughts, those like replacement thoughts, those positive replacement thoughts, right. like you can't just come up with them out of the blue if you've never thought them before. It's like helpful to have somebody sort of lead you, lead the way. Like, okay, Ella said this. I can repeat that back to myself because mm-hmm. it applies. Mm-hmm. And then- you taught something, something new to somebody and like helped them get over a struggle. So, right. And it's also a lot of people are like wondering, like, do people see negative stuff? Yeah. We all see the negative. Shit. Yeah, they exactly. Right. And like to <laughs> like, that, we literally see we see that shit, but then it's also like, okay, but there is that side where like, don't feed that because then that's also what they want. Like they do want to rise out of you. They do want a response from you. Like they want your attention. They yeah. know it's going to get your attention. So there are times where I'm like, I'm not even going to give you the time of day today. Like, you are not mm-hmm. even worthy of a reply right now. Like, I'm just going to like, whatever. 
But there are times where I'm like, okay, how can I use this as like a lesson to other people? Like, how can I like show the world that like this comment might break someone, but like, this is a way to respond to it. Like, you know, like there's different, so yeah. sometimes I respond yeah, and sometimes be, like, I don't. be vulnerable about it mm-hmm. for sure. I really want to talk about your um, Julia Fox grocery store. Oh my God. Because it was great. I, I, Julia Fox is hilarious. Um, what made you do this? So, and, and tell everyone what you did and why, and yeah, how did you feel doing it? <laughs> well, I first did her first one when she was wearing like a cute little, like white matching set or whatever, um, with like black leather boots, mm-hmm. black gloves. Like it was so intricate and like all her outfits are just insane. So I was like, you know, I kind of yeah. want to recreate this. Cause it was like, th- that's when like low waist people were talking about like lower, um, lower rise jeans are coming mm-hmm. in low waist, whatever. So I was like, okay. And everyone's like, no. Yeah, everyone's like, no, absolutely not. And a lot of my curvy girls were like, absolutely not. I can never. So I was like, let me just pop off and show people you can. So I did that first. Mm-hmm. And the response was great. Yahoo picked it up. It like popped off. And then I was like, you know, sitting back and kind of waiting for something else I wanted to recreate. And then she came out with the grocery store wearing literally like Alexander Wang, like little tiny, like brawn underwear um, with uh-huh. like a jean blazer, jean boots, and like a jean bag, like a whole jean look. Yeah, the jean bag was the best. I know. Literally, I tied like blue jeans together and I was like, great. Yeah, that's uh, what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it was. Except for Alexander Wang was like posting it for like a thousand or like $800 on the site. And I was like, totally. for jeans, great. I made I made jean handbags in middle school too, you know. Yeah, like I can do this too. We can design that too. But <laughs> no. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, oh my God. Like, and I was like, no, don't be crazy. Like, you can't go in a grocery store like that, Gabriella. Like, no. So then I had a lot of people send it to me and was like, oh my God, you have to recreate. And I was like, no way. Like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I was just like, I don't know. And also it like takes a lot of time and energy and effort. And I like was busy that week. I was just like, oh no, it takes too much time. So then people are like, no, 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 you have to. And then my PR person, like my PR girl was like, no, you have to do this. Like, this is going to be insane. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, so many people are telling me to do it. So I like hit up a photographer, hit up a makeup artist. And I was like, all right, do we do this? And they were like, yeah. (laughs) So I like go on Amazon. I spent like one full day, like getting everything ready. It didn't tell anyone. I just like ordered a bunch of like jean stuff, jean boots, like four different outfit options, like all this stuff. And I was just like, all right, we're doing it full send. So in like two days, that was on Wednesday. And then on Friday, I had everything ready. It was pretty stressful, though, because we were supposed to shoot it too. the Amazon truck with the boots and stuff was supposed to come the night before didn't come until that day. So I'm literally sitting there makeup ready at the house waiting for the fucking jean boots to come. Oh, wow. <laughs> Me and the photographer are sitting there like, is this gonna happen? I also had an appointment at five. So we had to be done by five. I mean, it was so stressful. And I was like, we yeah. have to do it. So we're waiting outside for the Amazon truck to come. They didn't come until four o'clock. We're like, oh my, oh my God. God. And we had to go shoot at Pavilions, which was, we wanted to go to the West Hollywood one where she went to. So we're like racing in traffic hour. We literally had 20 minutes to shoot this. Actually more like 15 minutes. And pe- no one would have any, <laughs> any idea because the photos came out really cool. But we were super yeah, rushed. No, they did. Like we went to Pavilions. I was freaking out. I had to literally unchange, like take my dress off and get in a bra and underwear in the parking lot. Like the most ratchet LA shit I've ever seen. <laughs> And we're like literally walking in the security guards staring at us. Like the moms, like with their daughters are looking at me, like relate, like couples are looking at me in disgust, but like some people were looking and they were like, you look good. Like one other mom looked at me and I was like trying to cover up, like, I'm sorry. Like, this isn't me usually. And like, you know, she looked at me and she's like, okay, like you're killing it. Um, another guy was like super, like another guy was like shaking his head and disgust at me. And I was like, oh great, here we go. 
Um, and then like yeah. another guy pulled up like in his car and like starts filming me and was like, I like it. And like, was being hella creepy. So like, there were so many different responses. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was insane. It, so you were basically like in your underwear doing a photo shoot at a grocery store. Yep. And Calvin Klein, Braun you had fun. Did you have fun? So much fun. Like when I, well, it was crazy because <laughs> when I walked in, like my heart was pounding. I like tried to cover myself with the jacket. Like I was like, oh my God, like yeah. this is so scary. And he was just like, you're the CEO of confidence. Like, you, you can do yeah. this. Like he was hyping me up the photographer. I was like, you sure? And he's like, you can do this like easy. And I was like, okay. I was like, you can do this. It's fine. It's for a shoot. Like it's going to be iconic. Like go. So I like literally just like screw it. And I literally just like <laughs> opened it up and I was walking down the aisles. Like this little kid was like, what the, <laughs> like people in line were staring. Like it was this whole thing. Um, but afterwards, like I said this on my story afterwards, like I felt so liberated. Like I literally walked mm -hmm. out of there and I was like, I can wear whatever I want to wear now. Like if I can do that, mm -hmm. like I can literally wear any outfit in public. Like that was so cool. Like <laughs> I just felt so free. Yeah. Like we always like, I don't know. It is like a swimsuit. So if you're going to the swimsuit right down the street to the beach and you want to get like a snack or food, right. like people still wear suits when they go get stuff. It's all about like what's, what's quote unquote acceptable in like these certain circumstances. But like you kind of like flipped it on its head. And what I, when you were saying like what everybody was saying, like in the parking lot and you got like complete mixed bag of reactions. Mm -hmm. Like, like somebody is in whatever. It's like all of the things that we were talking about that earlier about like that, those responses that you're, you anticipate that you're scared about. Like that's the thing that we're, that you'd be scared about. And right. then they, they happen in real time. And yet like you still, like you still go and do it. And in the end of the day, you had, you felt even more liberated because you, heard them you said fuck it mm -hmm. and you also heard the positive ones too it's like you're choosing to you're choosing to listen to the positive the ones you want to you want it you want to hear totally that's great julia fox is hilarious oh yeah like her looks are always insane but like when i got looks that were bad i'm just like i know it's bold like i know what i'm doing it's not like socially acceptable i'm like i get it like you know like that's cool you can shake your head like i wasn't like mad about it like there was some that like, I was like, Ooh, like, you know, cause I'm also like, you don't know me. You have no idea who I am. Like, yeah. You have no idea what I'm doing and why I'm doing this. Like it was more for like a purpose of like inspiring girls and like inspiring, like curvier women. Like there was just like a bigger, deeper meaning than literally me shopping in Calvin Klein underwear. So like no one actually knew that <laughs> when they saw it, but like one girl who's like right. 24, 25, like my age, she comes up and was like, Oh my God, are you doing the Julia Fox look? And I was like, yeah, she got and it. And so she like followed <laughs> me on Instagram and was like, Oh my God, this is so epic. Like, so she got it. <laughs> that's so funny. She got it. It was so well, fun. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. Okay. We have one segment to do at the end of this. And I played this with Victoria Garrick. We're doing DSD confessions. Okay. So the question is, what is like a weird thing that you do? People, some people call it like serial killer trait. I don't really like that phrase. What is like a weird thing that you do that you, you, you're going to confess to now <laughs> in your life? What? What is a weird I thing can give I you do? Mine. Yeah. I came up with mine. Yeah. Let me I can see. give you mine. Okay. Okay. I, I, I realized I do this. Okay. okay. My sort of quote unquote serial killer trait is, so I need to go to bed with socks on. <laughs> okay. I need to go to bed with socks on. But the minute I get under my covers, I take them off. 
Wait, no It way. is a weird, yes, I. it's this weird thing that I do. So that is my serial killer trait. And okay. then at the end, so now I have like a, a sock graveyard at the bottom of my bed. And my Love husband that. is like, you have issues that you need to get the work through. <laughs> you have issues. <laughs> he started. He started throwing them out because just to like teach me a lesson. Because also they're like old socks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Love to hear yours. What's your uh, quote unquote serial killer trait? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know if this is weird, but like I'm overly paranoid all the time. Like overly. Like I don't know. It's like my biggest fear is to get like kidnapped or like assaulted or like I don't know so I'm like always like that girl that like will be in like the nicest area of LA or like the nicest neighborhood and like I'm carrying my pepper spray like I trust no one like (laughs) and or like if I'm literally like walking from my own apartment like parking lot to here like I literally will have to sometimes call a friend and they're like oh you're walking to your apartment I'm like yep where it's like (laughs) in my building but like I'm so paranoid yeah so people think that's weird I don't think like I don't know some people give me shit for it chill out yeah, but I'm with you on that. They're 100%. like, you're so psycho, like you're so paranoid. Nothing's gonna happen. But like, I mean, it's a scary world. It's a scary world. I am the same exact way. I don't have pepper spray, but now I think I should get some. But isn't it like illegal to have it? I, is it? Oh God! If you're listening, any police force, I'm so sorry. Let me have my pepper spray in peace. Yes. I, I apologize. No well, <laughs> thank you so much, Ella. This has been so good. I love. All of the advice you shared, I hope all of the DS tiers love it too. Also, we are recording together for this Thursday's DST episode. We're doing Dear DSTs, NS DST wins, all of those things together. So guys, if you love this episode, stick around and listen on Thursday. All right, that's it. So email us your Dear DSTs, DST at Betches.com. You can call our hotline, 212-287-5650 to have your message played on the show. And Ella, where can people follow you, watch your, you know, Julia Fox recreations? Recreations. Yeah, Yeah, at um, Ella Halikas on Instagram and TikTok. And that is E-L-L-A-H-A-L-I-K-A-S. Um, on Instagram and TikTok. And hopefully I might be coming out with a little bit of coaching, a little bit of confidence coaching maybe soon, just to drop a little teaser here. Um, So if you're feeling inspired or want to be coached, you know where to find me. Oh, I love that. That's so fun. Just dropping that in right there. Well, you're going to be great because this episode was just a little teaser of that. A little teaser. Thanks, girlfriend. (laughs) Nice to chat with you. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.